0: here in this manuscript we don't have to be in a box no matter what rules are surrounding you you don't have to be in whatever box they're putting you in you're able to kind of step outside of that and because of my childhood I feel like it allows me to see I allows me to see the box and then I get to choose to figure out how to get out to get out of it.
1: Hey hi hello Angelia here and I'm Alexis and this is Before the Prologue. Alexis, I am so excited for our guest today. And I feel like I've said that every week (laughs) since we started, but I cannot wait because this week we have Ashley Sullivan joining us. And she is a creator that I met in the Bookstagram community. And
2: she has been such a blessing to my life and such a joy to get to know. Oh, I love that. I am full of excitement. I'm very eager to meet her, not only from what you've said about her, but From my short time in following her, she's just a delight. She's full of humor and light and all things spunky and fun. And I love everything she has to say. She is. She is all of that
1: and more. Um, well, why don't you read us her bow so we can get to know her a little bit more? Yes, of
2: course. Ashley is a stay-at-home mom of three beautiful girls and married to the sunshine of her grumpy. Her love for reading was reignited in 2018 when her passion for writing became a creative escape. She found through alpha and beta reading that she enjoys helping authors' voices shine within their manuscripts more than writing her own. From quirky rom-coms to dark and morally black, she has always been a lover of reading romance and it will always have her heart. Well, without further ado, why don't we dive on in and welcome, Ashley. Yes, welcome. How are you? Oh, I am good. She's got her little her one of her many little joys and I've got my pasta. So <laughs> I have got all
0: of my joys out of the room for however long they'll let me.
1: Smart move. Michael is going to he told the, the kids, if you all stay in your room for quiet time, you can stay up late tonight. So hopefully they're all in their room for the for the hour or forty minutes or thirty minutes, however long it is. And that will be great. But I can guarantee we'll be interrupted at least
2: twice. So Okay. I, it makes me feel better. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I've got I only have one little joy. So I have less chance of getting interrupted, but it it, it is still a possibility. Oh, for sure. And you have three kiddos. You have three girls.
1: Three girls, yes.
0: Yes. Eleven. Oh she'll be three in June. And then
1: um my four-month-old oh my gosh I remember when that sweet baby was born (laughs) yes oh my goodness not to brag Alexis but I bought their baby her first book oh I love it so it's so sweet
0: it's so sweet you definitely did the first book she's I read it to her quite a few times
1: stop it I'm gonna cry (laughs)
2: that's so sweet
1: Oh, I love it. So I guess to start, I, I guess my question would be, and this is a question that we've we've asked a lot um, since starting the podcast, is what were you like as a kid? <laughs>
0: I, what was I like <laughs> as a kid? I was all over the place, all over the place. My, my parents, my mom has always been a book lover. She loves horror and romance. And um, I grew up watching, you know, all the scary movies, anything that was, you know, remade out of Stephen King book, Freddy Krueger, all of that. And so I woke, I would, I would be watching that since I was like three. Yes. And I was, I don't want to say I was a creepy kid, but I'm definitely that person. that would just like sit in the corner and watch everyone. Like I'm fine with that. I'm fine with no one talking to me. I'm good. But I was always either in my My nana and papa's backyard, reading, doing something. I was, I was just, I needed to be doing something. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I love a little bit of people watching. Who doesn't love people watching?
0: Yes. And I'm, I, I have, I have step siblings, siblings, six of them, but I didn't get any step siblings until I was eight. So I was very much used to being around all the Mm grownups. And so I was very adult-like. As a child. Mm. And um, I I will say, like, I don't remember, you know, playing a lot or doing any of that. But I always remember being around the grownups and just kind of watching everything that they're doing.
2: So when you do you ever have any moments where you were kind of giving into imagination play or was it more kind of just absorbing what was the reality around you?
0: I did a lot of absorbing a lot, <laughs> a lot of absorbing. I mean, I took on that role, I was mostly like mama. I've always been mom for a very long time. So I as I got older, like especially like now, like my thoughts for this year was just play. That's something that I want to learn how to do because I'm I'm a fool. If you've seen my 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 Instagram (laughs) stories, I don't do anything but be foolish and I enjoy that. But I'm very much a serious, I can be very serious. And um, so I think I just grew up that way. I was very I was a very serious kid, um, which is so strange because I try to steer clear of that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I did a lot of them. I, I always wanted to be married. I knew when I was very young, six, seven, eight, I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to be a mom. And so I did a lot of drawing. Like every, I could probably... Uh, find notebooks at my grandparents' house of like how my wedding was supposed to look like. Oh, I love that. Um, <laughs> like at nine years old, I'm like, I had everything planned down to the <laughs> colors. Everything. It's like, this is how that's going to happen. N- happened. Nothing like that. But, um, <laughs> yeah a very serious kid until I like really started finding um books when I was in my like middle teens and that's where I learned a little bit of escapism but yeah
1: in your middle teens in that time what kind of books were you drawn to was it still the horror kind of genre or did you branch out or was it a mix of things
0: actually I haven't I will say I'm not a huge fan personally of horror books um and now I'm a big scaredy cat like I'm scared of the dark it's been Ridiculous! (laughs) ridiculous <laughs> it's ridiculous like you see those reels where they're like turning the lights off and then they're running to the light source that is me get me to the next light bulb like please and thank you um but i i didn't i haven't read any horror i w- i have never been a big fan i like the closest i get to horror is mystery and it's but it's always been romance. I've always loved that. When I um when I started reading it, it was a little bit of very um wasn't rom-com. I don't know how I don't know what genre I would have fit them into. Um but afro, uh black american um romance of like middle teens to their early 20s. So kind of like a contemporary I would guess. Um and I read a lot of those. So I, I've never, I've not picked up any horrors. Um, it's not something when I read something, I I go to it fully to escape and to be lost in that world. And um, yeah, it's not something I've ever picked up. My mom is the Stephen King fan. There were books lying everywhere for however, I, that's one thing I remember from my childhood always. There's always books somewhere. Um But yeah, I've always been a romance girl and I don't think I picked up any fantasy type romances until I was in my later teens about 17, 18. And once I found Shifter Romance, I'm like, this is where has this been all my life? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I got lost in it. And that's every time I see a new one, that's something that I will
2: always pick up. Do you remember what was your introduction to fantasy, or maybe just like the first kind of fantasy esque book that really s- struck a chord within you?
0: The first fantasy that stuck with me was by oh my gosh, what was her name? I know her name is Nikki Nikki Charles is the author's name, and the first book I read of hers was The Mating. and um, which is probably why I'm super obsessed with Shifted romances. I love. If you tell me that it's a standalone couple with an overarching interconnecting plot, that's my kryptonite. Mm. And I will read it. I don't even have to enjoy it. I must finish it. (laughs) But I love those type of series. And her books were like that. So. Um, the first time I read The Mating, I was obsessed with it. My uh oldest middle name, mm-hmm. um, Elise was um I got from her book. She was the female protagonist. I love and she that. was just she was a strong protagonist. She was a she was just a badass woman. Yes. And I loved it. I'm like, that's the kind of energy I want to give to my to my daughter. Mm-hmm. And um that was the first one. And I've like, I've read All of her, all of that series, except for the last couple. Mm -hmm. Um, But I loved her books, obsessed with them.
1: That's awesome. I love hearing how you found books kind of in your teen years and that they, I mean, they've obviously, they've helped mold and shape you into what your interests are now as an adult woman. And I know you have your own business called The Book Compass. Can you tell us a little bit about that business?
0: Very excited about it. Um, But... The book compass um really originated from my again my love of reading and my love of romances and my my goal for it was to simply be able to help indie authors and debut authors um be able to find you know have someone that was in their corner have a you know when you think about your best friend you know they can be honest they're going to be honest with you they're going to you know, they can give you constructive criticism and be kind and you can, and you understand that it's coming from a good place. And that's what I wanted to create for indie authors. Like those relationships that you've that you've all built, you know, um, with your readers, with your other writing friends, with, all, with just whatever it is. I wanted to take the feel of those conversations that I was already having and give it to anyone that I would be working with. And I feel like I'm able to do that. Like I wanted my website to feel romantic, but I wanted it to also feel welcoming. Like when you walk in my home, I want you to be able to kick your shoes off and lounge in the couch. And like this is an extension of your place. And that's what I wanted for the book compass as well. So I decided to start off with offering reader services, the Alpha Beta and sensitivity Um and added on dev editing and line editing um, towards the end once I was finished setting it up so I'm really I'm really really excited about it. I've already got good feedback and I've already I've done a line edit already um, my first one um, and that was an experience That's so exciting <laughs> but that it was fun yeah
1: good I haven't had the chance to work with you in a in this capacity yet you did offer me. Some guidance and help you made a safe space for me when I was navigating writing a book. Um, And I would say that interaction we had was just so helpful. Um, So I'm very thankful. And I do foresee us working together in the future. And I'm pumped for it. I guess with your business, you know, you're a woman. I'm a woman. Alexis is a woman. And people, we get put in boxes quite a bit as women. Um, And... I mean, it is what it is. You're a woman starting a business, so you're going to get some weird looks. Um, and I'm excited for you to prove everyone wrong. Um, but it kind of makes me think: Do you think your childhood has impacted you starting a business, or has impacted the decision of you starting a business? And you can sit on the question I, for a minute. It's a, it's a big question. Yeah, it is. I and I guess it's one of those things where it's like in a lot
0: of ways yes, but also a mm-hmm. lot of ways no. Mm-hmm. Um. I had, I have a really, really strong work ethic. My dad instilled that in me since I was a child. Like, I don't remember missing days of, even like missing days of school or anything of that nature. Like, listen, if you can walk and you can breathe and you're not bleeding, <laughs> you're going to school. <laughs> and that's how I was with with work and kind of how I treat, you know, treat this as well. I feel like... um On one good side of it, because of the work ethic he instilled in me and I had um, I had I wouldn't say like the hardest childhood, but I was very much a grown up as a kid. And so for me, I feel as though because I have such a strong work ethic and I work well under pressure, it definitely helps me. Um, work with writers and and authors like they're all already under pressure trying to meet their deadlines, and I have my own deadline to meet so that they can meet their next one. And I enjoy that side of things, but um, on the back end, because I ha- I didn't have that chance to play and learn and kind of have those areas where I could just be a kid, um, fantasy and romance and. What you know, we create as creatives, um, it allows me to just kind of dive in and not have to be concerned with any of like the worldly things, like the yeses and the noes that you know you get stuck in, you get stuck in like those boxes. And my thoughts are, you know, here in this manuscript, we don't have to be in a box. I really love it, you know, and. You know what I mean? Like in the man in here in the manuscript, like I know both of you guys are, you know, you're querying, you're going through the trad way, which is freaking awesome, you know, and no matter what rules are surrounding you, you don't have to be in whatever box they're putting you in. You're able to kind of step outside of that. And because of my childhood, I feel like it allows me to see, it allows me to see the box and then i get to choose to figure out how to get out to get out of it and so i i'm enjoying being able to help authors do that
2: that is such a fun perspective and a and a i can see how it was like a stepping stone but how cool that you're taking that box and just shifting your perspective and like i also want to prioritize play and fun and creativity and spontaneity yeah. that's amazing i love everything about that yeah
0: I, I try to um keep it in place. I feel like I feel like, you know, my origin story as a person kind of happened after I got married. It's when I learned to play and not be so serious and not take not take things so heavy. My husband is. Like when I used to, I'm a stay-at-home mom now. And, um, but when I used to work before uh, I left my career, I was in healthcare and we had Christmas parties, obviously, you know, every Christmas. But they would ask me like, oh, is your husband coming to the Christmas party? And I'm like, I think I'm the plus one. That's the kind of person that he is. He is the the mid, the, the like the standing <laughs> ovation type of man. Oh. And so I feel like my origin story kind of started with him because I was able to
2: figure, I learned play watching him oh that's because he can play all day long that's so interesting that is so interesting so does he almost give like he's helping you be your own main character yeah
0: yeah I feel like a lot of times I live in a romance novel when it comes to my relationship with my husband so it's um it's fun it's definitely it's definitely fun and he was the first person I met that had started a business from the ground up growing up my dad always worked so was my mom and um i he was the first person i saw you know start a business and mm-hmm. so it made it it made it um a possibility i guess for me to be able to see that option
2: mm-hmm. yeah it is interesting how sometimes it just takes that one person to make us realize oh this could be an option for me like we all, we always know that there's people right. out there out there far away from us that are chasing their dreams and being entrepreneurs. But for some reason, it sometimes just takes something in our lives, usually something close to us for us to be like, wait a second,
1: I could do that. <laughs> right, yes, it definitely does. But you know what's so cool about that? And like hearing you talk, you know, your, your father worked, your parents worked, so you've had this work ethic that has been almost ingrained to you from little thing up. And then you met this yeah. man who built a yeah. business from the ground up. Now you have built your business from the ground up and your business is just starting. You It's not even launched at the time of this recording. So right. in five years, when we get to do another interview with you on a, on a video camera, maybe or some, some fancy yeah. setup, I can't wait to see where your business is going to go. And I also can't wait to see what this is instilling in your girls. Because you're showing your girls yeah. that regardless of what the world would say about them, about them being a woman, about them being a black woman, that they can do whatever the heck they want. Yeah. That they can get the heck out of those boxes if they want to. And they can do great things. Yeah. And that, that is so important. Yeah. And that's what I love about the Bookstagram community is that we meet people who are getting out of the box and doing things that the world says they probably shouldn't be doing. And I just think that's amazing. So good yeah, for you. I, I
0: absolutely love the community, like the community itself. I never thought that when I joined the Bookstagram community, because I was like, you know, I just want to find people that like the same things that I like. Yeah. You know, I never thought that when I joined that I would be starting a business. Like that was never like my I remember talking to my best friend and just being like after being a part of it mm-hmm. for, you know, even a couple months. I'm like, oh, you know, like I signed up for this arc. It's my first one. I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't even know what it is, but I'm excited about it. I'm just like, just go for it. And I would have never believed that I'd be like, oh yeah, well, I fully understand what all these things are now. Let me help you. Yeah. Like, where did that even come from? That I would have never even, not in my wildest dreams. And, you know, saying that, I will say like one thing I remember, you know, when I was Early Again, like early teens when I had just started reading, I always thought, like, I would love to do this. I would love to work in publishing or I would love to, like, you know, work in writing or something like that. Like, not really, again, I'm 13, 14, not really understanding, like, what that is. Like, I would love to do this. And so it's so nice to have that full circle moment of, like, I knew this is what I wanted to do, but I always felt as though it wasn't a possibility or an option for me um because I didn't go to I didn't go to college and think of that nature you know so it was always something that I felt was just out of reach so I didn't bother looking at it and so it's so refreshing and so funny how God is where it just kind of comes full circle it's like you know I wanted this so many years ago and it's nice to be able to do it now I'm very excited about being having that opportunity to do it so bookstagram it's such a close community that feels so large, but there's so many wonderful things happening in it.
1: I agree. I, I share that with you. And this is, I didn't I didn't go to college either and have no desire to, to be perfectly honest. Um, None. Yeah, I, I just don't. And I just, I, I do love seeing people who chose not to go to college, not to hate on anybody who did go. I think higher education, if that's a value of yours, that is beautiful. And I'm proud of you if you pursue that. Um, but I do love seeing someone who also did not go get a higher education, quote unquote, um, right. and succeed in the things that they're passionate about and that they love doing. So yeah. again, I applaud you. And I do have a question now off of that. Yeah. What c- you, you mentioned young Ashley, 13, 14 years old. Now I'm thinking, man, what do you think young Ashley would say about Ashley right now in the season of her life?
0: I think young Ashley would be so proud that I finally decided to just do it, mm. you know, um, growing up, like to not get too in too deep in the darkness, but I never felt like those things were an option for me. Um, so I just chose to ignore them. So I think, I think young Ashley would be so excited, but also not not believing it. Mm-hmm. Or at least wondering, like, how do we get there? You know, so I think, think young Ashley would be, she'd be really proud. I'm really proud of myself. So it's nice to, I, um, I'm excited about that. And even that thought, you know.
2: That is a really special type of perspective to have. Do you think that because of that, that's kind of what led you down this route of having that community kind of build you up to get to this place where you could believe you could do it. I mean, obviously you mentioned earlier that like your husband was also a part of that process, but it seems like there was these key people and these key moments that built you into this place where you had to shed that disbelief.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's so funny because even though I'm actively doing it, I still have those moments where it's like, this is just not possible. These are all the reasons why it's not possible. Um, and I, I definitely feel like it is like I, you know, I've had after meeting my husband, you know, I, I, Gained all of his amazing friends. He has an amazing group of friends that I'm so grateful that I get to call them my own now. And inside of that group of friends, there are women of color that own their own businesses. my My children's godmother, you know, has her own you know, salon, and she's been doing it for years. You know, one of our close friends has a, a, you know, a full spa that she does, you know, all of the makeup and all of the facials and makes women feel amazing. So for me and my thought, it's, I never saw a woman that looked like me that was able to do it. And so it's, it's to have examples that are people that are close to you that are going to tell you like, girl, listen, I love you, but you're crazy. And you need to sit down for just a five, just take a five minute break. And to never have anybody say to take that break and just say like, you know, this is amazing, go for it and do it. And they're cheering you on. It's, it's always such, I don't even know how to attach an emotion to that. You know what I mean? To have those people that are cheering you on and finding, I feel like I've I've always been the, you know, that girl that's one of like the close friend, girlfriend group, but never having that. And so I've always wanted it. And I feel like through Bookstagram, I've been able to gain that. And, you know, the girls that I talk to every single day have become some of my closest friends, people that I've been able to work with first and gain experience that I wouldn't have been able to gain or maybe I would have but maybe just it would have taken me a little longer and so having those friends that having friends and company around you that allow you to see that your dream is a possibility but also make your dream an opportunity for you as well is something that I never have experienced outside of bookstagram like not not in that capacity
2: yeah yeah there is something to be said. I feel like all of us who are obsessed with books to the degree that we are, I think we have these these dreams in us and also this inherent sense of of longing to find people who who understand that. And so once we do connect, it's like, how can we keep lifting each other up so your dream can become a reality and my dream can become a reality? And we're just basking in these dreams together.
0: Right. Yes, exactly that. It's one of when I feel like when you're a reader, it doesn't, doesn't matter if you read fantasy, if you read romance, I'm partial, <laughs> obviously. But doesn't matter, you know, what you're if you're reading horror or if you're reading romance, it really doesn't matter. You know, when you're a reader, you you experience all these other worlds and you want to bring pieces of those worlds back with you. And I feel like Bookstagram is that place where it's the, you know, you meet people that have those other pieces of different worlds that you want to, you know, get close to. And it's, it's, it's just awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great place. I'm thankful to have met you on Bookstagram. And I just, I love how it's, I love how God like kind of brought us all together through this little platform of the internet. And I love that he brought us together in such a way where we do get to build each other up and we do get to spur one another on and encourage one another to chase our dreams. I mean, that's... Yeah. yeah I just love it. I love Bookstagram so much. It's great. I, I'll say, Angelia, like,
0: when I found your Bookstagram, I was like, well, I'm obsessed with this person now. So this is who I am. <laughs>
2: because, because, you know,
0: it you're so you're so vibrant, you know, you know, I, I feel like you know that about yourself and if you don't, you are so vibrant and it's so just like seeing your content, whether it's a real, you're talking about something or going on or your husband is picking up charcuterie, (laughs) which is now a problem for me. Um, (laughs) I honestly like, I love it so much. It's such a joy to have gotten to know you and I just
1: love that the community has created that space for it. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, thank you for all your kind of words. Yeah. All the same, honestly, I, I can and have said about you, um, you're you're just wonderful where you are, and I hope you see that what you're doing right now, um, what you're choosing to do, starting a business. I mean, you are just. I'm trying to word this correctly. You're paving a path for future young creators yeah. who have this dream but they feel that it is inaccessible to them and they feel that they're going to have to work harder to get it and you're just paving a way and they're going to look up to you your girls even they're going to look up to you 5 10 years down the road and be like man my mom did that and I can do that and i just i want to applaud you for that because that's a big deal and i hope Thank that you. that's not lost on you because it's not lost on us we i mean it's an inspiration for us to see
0: i keep saying like you know I keep saying like I'm I'm proud of myself but it feels weird to say it out loud and I think it just feels weird to say it out loud because you know again like you both were just saying you you get a hold of all these dreams and you don't really you have so many so you don't know what to do with them yeah and um I told my husband I'm like you know if I could just create ideas and that's what I do for the rest of my life, I'll be happy. Now we homeschool full time. And so my, my oldest, she gets to watch me work through it. And like sometimes I am in tears crying and I am over it. And I allow her to see that too, because it's just, it's unrealistic to think that like, you're not going to cry. Whether you're writing a book, starting a business, whatever you're doing, it's like there will be tears and they will be ugly. (laughs) And um, I let her see that I talk about things through it. So um, I'm excited to see what that does for them as they get older, because I didn't get to see, you know, a a black woman do those things Mm -hmm. directly in front of me. You know what I mean? It's way like you. When someone's doing it and they're so far away, it feels unattainable because Mm -hmm. like, well, I don't know this person, I don't even know anybody in between this person (laughs) to give me a ladder. And so I'm really excited to see what that does for them and just um, hope it allow Like I hope it shows them that, um, you know, dreams are just as much of a reality, whether you're awake or sleeping. Oh, and I'm hoping that they that they get that.
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm confident they will. With you as their mama, they will. That's a good segue into our, usually the question that we close out with an interview. We ask everybody on the podcast this. If you could title the book of your life, what would it be? And you can sit in this question for a few seconds.
0: Oh my gosh, I don't even. <laughs> it's a hard question. I don't question. even know what to be. That's a hard one. You should have gave me that, that right in the beginning.
1: Okay. So I can be thinking about it. <laughs> Technically, I messaged you and you haven't seen it yet. Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> you could use a working title yeah. if it makes you feel better. Yes, it's a work it's in progress title. It's a work in progress title.
0: Lord, it's the before the first draft. <laughs> the first thing that pops into my head is um Black Girl Magic and Wine. Mm.
1: That's what it would be. Okay. That's the first thing that pops in
0: my head. So that's what I'm gonna stick with.
1: I love it. I love it. Give me all the black girl magic and give I, me the wine. Well, I don't like wine, but a margarita every day. That now. better
2: be the final title. <laughs> that
1: could absolutely be the final title. I would buy that.
2: That's
0: what, that's what it would be. I was absolutely. trying to, I have work in progress myself and I'm like, no, none of that fits. They've been there for years. I'm going <laughs> to let them continue to sit there until I
2: decide that I'm going to roll over and touch them again. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but yeah. I love it.
1: I think that's great. I think, I mean, I just love it. Yeah.
2: And can I just say, just from when I'm listening to you during this interview and anytime I see you on Instagram, you have such a important voice. Yes. And not only is it authentic, but there's something so magnetic about you. you. And so I have no doubt that you are going to be so successful and what you have in mind for your goals is going to be exceeded. I appreciate that so much. I think that
0: sometimes it's, it's really nice to see yourself in the scope of what other people see. And I've had a few people message me and tell me things of how they see me recently. And I'm just like, I don't know. I, I'm like, I can't, I can't fathom someone would see me that way, but I am 100% taking that energy with me. But so thank you. So that like, I refuse to tear up because I actually put mascara on and I will not go through that. <laughs> but thank you. So I really appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad that that's what I'm showing. Cause all I, all I want to do is be able to say like, you know, here's what I'm reading. Here's a little bit of foolishness. And here is some joy. Like if I'm not being kind, if I'm not being joyful, then I'm not online
1: that day. So I'm, I'm really glad that that shows. It does. It does. You are a joy. And it has been a joy getting to talk to you tonight. And I would love to have you back on the show in about a year. What do you think? We ahead and pencil that in.
0: Thank you guys so much. I can't wait to see what before the prologue becomes like I as soon as you sent me that first message and asking if I would be on I'm like, Oh my god, this is gonna be awesome. I cannot wait to see what what becomes of this like it's gonna be great. I love the whole concept of what you guys are creating
2: and doing it while you're current. Are you, Thank you. both nuts? <laughs> yes, we are. Yes. I was literally filming a reel earlier today where I was questioning my sanity. So oh my yes. goodness, I, we're all a little
0: nuts if we're doing any of yes. this. And then we're still expecting to finish a TBR that we're never going to finish ever, never, ever, ever.
2: Right. Right. It's like that song. She's sweet, but she's psycho, you know, that's us.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And I, us I us honestly, do. at this rate, at this rate, I'm too, I'm too old to even consider changing my ways. I don't want to do. I it. don't want you to do
2: it. Same. That would take effort. I love your ways. No, Mm-mm. don't change them.
0: <laughs> but I'm, I'm so excited. I'm excited for what, what this is going to become for you guys and all your guests. And I'm excited to be able to start listening.
1: Well, we are excited for you and your business, and we can't wait to see. In a year from now when we record and we meet again, I cannot wait to see how your business has yes. grown and how Alexis and I have agents and you have helped produce tons of books. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And you know what? Won't he do it? He gonna do it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm excited. And again,
0: like I know I've said it before, but please, if you need a safe space and you have questions, please I do not mind at all being that safe space. I love answering questions and just helping the thought process.
1: You can find Ashley on Instagram at eBookedBabe, and she will meet you in your messages right where you're at. She does not expect perfection or require it. She's just a friendly soul who again, as I said earlier, has provided a safe space for me to learn and explore. And I'm just thankful that you're going to continue to do that and offer that for people. Love it. Yeah. And
0: I, um, just to add, I do have, and like a, I have it as an indie guide, um, but really it's for any new author. Like it explains arcs and betas and alphas and street teams and free forms attached to how to, you know, send those to your readers. So it's a little, it's a little something that I, I think I worked on it for several months and I want it to be a super cost effective thing that any person could pick up and read and kind of get some starter to something. Cause you can't always afford an an editor or these things, or how else are you gonna learn how to find what how how to find your people? And so made a little guide for it. That's awesome. Is that in your Instagram? I should have it linked in my Instagram and it's linked on um, on my website as well. But it's the same thing. It's the book Compass. It's on Etsy.
1: I love it. We'll also put it in the show notes. That way you all can go after the show's over and you can go to the bio and look for it and you can purchase it there if you want. That's awesome. Well, thank you for being a voice in the community and a beacon of light and just a little joy bomb and just a resource for writers, um, whether they're indie or not just thank you for what yes. you're doing in the bookstagram community
0: thank you so much i'm i am so
1: thrilled to be able to do it
2: thank you well we
1: love you we love you We love thank you
2: bye 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 oh, she's a isn't she a joy i know i barely said anything because i was just like i want to keep listening to her i wish we had two hours with her <laughs> oh, she's she's literally a joy She is. Well, that was a beautiful interview with Ashley. It was. She is,
1: she's a a ball of joy and sunshine, and I love her. And she does have black girl magic, and I love it.
2: And wine. And wine. (laughs) I know she's got wine and charcuterie from her husband. Well, thank you so much for joining us today
1: on Before the Prologue. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, leave us a review. It really helps. And if you want some more behind the scenes content, follow us on Instagram at Before the Prologue Podcast. See you next time.